Howdy peeps, and welcome to episode number eight of the Moyes podcast, you poor bastards. Seriously, if you've got this far, each episode is between, what, 20 and 30 minutes. So that basically means that you've listened to, what, three and a half hours of my voice so far, if you have listened to every episode of this podcast. So I just want to take this opportunity to say, I'm so sorry, and (laughs) hopefully you're not sick of me yet. Jesus, episode number eight. And today we're going to be talking about events and celebrations. And I don't mean the chocolate, although I suppose I could mean the chocolate when we actually get into the meat of this. Because why are we talking about this? Well, at this present moment in time, on the 7th of May 2020, which has been a very interesting year, we find ourselves potentially on the verge of maybe coming out of lockdown or the stage of coming out of lockdown very soon. And let's not beat around the bush. What's the first thing that we're all going to do? What's the first thing we're all going to go and do when we are allowed to? We're going to have a celebration. We're going to have a party, barbecues. We're going to meet up with friends and family. We're going to enjoy some food, enjoy some booze. But wait, what about if you are in a deficit? What about if you're on a program? What about if you're on a fat loss journey? What the fuck do you do then? Because, you know, you've got your journey to think of. And, you know, in the stereotypical kind of mantra of dieting, you can't do events, can you? You can't have alcohol. You can't have fun. How dare you? You know, you're in a fat loss journey. It's supposed to be terrible and boring and no room for fun, right? Well, no. There's absolutely no reason that you have to deprive yourself of all of the things that life has to enjoy. And there's absolutely no reason that you should find yourself in a position where you can't enjoy coming out of lockdown. But as always, with everything there is in life, there needs to be some semblance of balance. So celebrations and events. Well, before we actually touch on you know, the meat of things and talk a little bit more about how to juggle them and what to do and this and that, etc., etc., I think the first thing to kind of really think about is the goal that you set yourself, the reason why you're in a deficit in the first place, the reason why you're on a journey, program, whatever. And the reason for that is a better quality of life. Now, you may put it down to, I want to fit into this dress, I want to look good naked, good on the beach, I want more confidence, etc., etc., etc. But let's extrapolate that out a little bit. Let's pull back from it. What do all of those things give you? What does more confidence give you? What does feeling good in your clothes give you? If you actually take it back to the bare bones kind of big bang reason as to why we are all on transformation journeys, the reason is quality of life. We want a better quality of life to be precise. That's what this whole thing is all about. It doesn't matter if it's the wedding dress, the holiday, you know, the six pack, bigger muscles. It makes no difference. The general scheme, the general reasoning behind all of it is we want our lives to be better. And so let's think about the things that bring actual joy to our lives. Well, obviously, we've touched on the elements of our goal, of course. But then what's the other things? Friends, family, laughter, you know, all of these joyful occasions and When you're trying to achieve something, when you're trying to achieve your fat loss goal, whatever, it really doesn't make sense to completely go in the opposite direction of what the goal is in the first place. That's like saying, I want to reduce my body fat and then put on a load of weight. It's kind of counterintuitive. And thus, when it comes to being on your fat loss journey, when it comes to progressing towards your goal, 
it doesn't make any sense to deprive yourself and reduce your quality of life to then improve your quality of life. It's counterintuitive, isn't it? I want a better quality of life, so to achieve that, I'm going to make my life worse. And we do. With dieting, with the, you know, the like I said, the stereotypical way of things, we remove all the fun stuff from our diet. We remove all the foods that we enjoy, that taste good, you know, we remove all of the stuff that we we like, you know, and we replace it with bland, boring stuff. We cut ourselves off from society. We don't socialize. We don't do anything fun. It's boring, boring, boring. And, you know, some of the ultra-disciplined fucking robotic amongst us achieve their goals and then binge and then put all the way back on and start again. Or the rest of us, the normal people, we find ourselves in a position where we go, fuck this, I'm not really enjoying my life and we fuck it all off. You know, that's kind of how the general manager goes. And that's why dieting doesn't work because dieting is just a big old series of deprivation which ultimately leads to restriction, which ultimately leads to, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. So... How do celebrations, events, etc. come into this mantra? Well, we know that to reduce our body fat, we have to create a calorie deficit. I've banged on about that in fucking every social media outlet I possibly can and to every person I fucking well can and near enough in every podcast I can. We've spoken about how to create a calorie deficit. So if you don't know how to do that by now, then seriously, you've got some episodes to catch up on. So... We have to create our calorie deficit, and thus to do that, we have to adhere to certain rules. You know, there is going to have to be some compromise when it comes to the calories we consume, and thus the foods that we consume. And of course, there's got to be some compromise in terms of the movement that we do. Now, obviously, you guys know I'm a big advocate for doing things in a sustainable way, i.e. we should be moving in ways that we enjoy, exercising in ways that we enjoy, if we actually enjoy exercise, it's not an imperative part of the goal. And of course, we should be eating in a way that we enjoy. We shouldn't go, right, I love pizza, chocolate and booze. I'm going to get rid of all of those things while I'm dieting and then hope that I'm going to somehow fix the problems I had with them, which is the reason I put on weight in the first place. And then I can bring them back into my diet. No. Now, don't get me wrong. Trying to fit pizza into a calorie deficit, trying to fit pizza into your journey is very difficult on a reasonably regular basis. But if you're smart and you're good at budgeting, then yeah, of course, you can fit pizza in, fit alcohol, chocolate, whatever. You know, you should fix your relationship with these foods as opposed to eradicating them. Because, you know, as I've said to you guys previously, if I say to you right now, don't think about a sheep. You're thinking about a sheep, aren't you? That. <laughs> but that's the whole point behind this. If I tell you not to do something, you want to do it more and you go and do it. It's the same thing with you can't have chocolate, booze or pizza. You're going to crave that food, that substance even more because you've been told you can't have it. Uh, anyways, we're going down a rabbit hole with regards to dieting. With regards to the celebration side of things, like I said, there's got to be some balance. We have got to recognize that we're on a journey. We've got to recognize that we are progressing towards a goal and thus there are parameters that we have to stick to to make that possible. And believe it or not, you'd be amazed the amount of people that I coach and the amount of people that I speak to that go, well, I'm not really making progress with my goal. And it's like, well, are you sticking to the plan? Well, no, I'm not really. I'm kind of tweaking this and not really doing that. It's like, well, no, you're not progressing then, are you? And so, like I said, there's stuff that we have to stick to, fundamental principles which lead to the completion of our goal. But what happens if we want a social event, celebration in the midst of things? What do we do then? How do we encompass a birthday or a post-lockdown party while still maintaining a calorie deficit, while still making progress? 
Well, from a numbers perspective, there's a plethora of different things that we can do. First and foremost, like I said, to achieve your goal, you've got to be in a calorie deficit. You've got to be deficient of calories. You have to reduce how many calories your body requires. Well, not reduce how many it requires. It requires a certain amount, but you've got to eat less than it requires. And so if it requires a certain amount just to maintain its current mass, that's also known as your maintenance calories or your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure. So option number one with regards to a social event is to just have one day or two at your maintenance calories. So let's say you are a typical woman of, I don't know, five foot two. You do about 8,000 steps a day and, you know, maybe the odd kind of weight session, etc. But, you know, pretty average. Well, your maintenance calories are probably going to be, you know, actually, let's, let's say and we need age in here too. It's a big factor. Let's say you are, you know, standard weight, you know, a good weight for your for your height, whatever. And let's say that you are, I don't know, 35, right? So you've probably got a maintenance calories of around 2,000, okay? So you can eat 2,000 calories every single day and not gain any weight, okay? As long as you're sticking to those activity levels. Now, for you, you've created a calorie deficit. And for you, that's 500 calories per day, 3,500 calories per week. And thus, that leads you into a deficit of 500 calories per day, which gives you a total figure of 1500 calories per day. Now, for you in a social event, coming out of lockdown, etc., if you want to enjoy a party, whatever, then just go to maintenance for a day. Okay, it's also known as a refeed, where essentially you bring calories up to maintenance at 2000, whatever, you have that for one day, but then the rest of the week you're in a deficit. Because, guys, it's not about a daily thing. Fuck all happens in the space of a day, it happens over the course of weeks. And thus, if you consume one day at maintenance calories, but you've still got six days in a calorie deficit, then you are still in a calorie deficit and thus will still lose body fat that week. Sure, there may be some scale fuckery if you jump on the scales because of water retention or whatever caused by that one refeed day where your diet went slightly weird, you know, and your body reacted to it by going, oh, I'm going to be a bit bloated, etc. But that's not fat gain, okay? I'm talking purely about fat gain here. And thus, one day at maintenance and six days in the deficit, the net result of that is a deficit. Remember, you are what you do the majority of the time. If that's a 500 calorie deficit per day, 3,500 per week, and you have one day at maintenance, i.e. you consume 500 more calories than your, your deficit amount, then you're still in a 3,000 calorie deficit, thus still making progress that week. So that's option number one. Just treat it as a refeed, okay? Just have six days in deficit rather than the usual seven, okay? Simple as that. No real progress hindrance. Like I said, you're missing one day. Big deal. Yeah. Option number two. Very simple one. You balance your calories. If you want an additional 500 on a day and you want to have, let's use that figure again, 2,000 calories on one day for a social event. Well, instead of just having that day as, as a refeed, if you are absolutely desperate to stay on, on track and you must not forego a single day of a deficit, then just either use what I call the credit card analogy or use the savings account analogy. The credit card analogy is you know that you, sorry, you have a social event, let's say impromptu one on a Saturday, you know, and you, you go, fuck it, I'm gonna have some more calories and you have 500 more calories. Well, the credit card system is basically you've got to pay it back. Okay, because you've just spent it, you've got to pay off the credit card before you gain any interest. In other words, what you basically do is that one day you have 2,000 calories, 
And over the next five days, you run 100 calories under, thus giving you back the 500 calories. Okay, simple as that. The net result of your average stays exactly the same. Alternatively, you've got the savings account analogy, where basically you know you've got an event coming up on Saturday, and so for the Monday to Friday before the Saturday, you save, say, 100 calories per day, thus giving you an extra 500 calories in the savings account, thus giving you the ability to spend it, and so you maintain the same average once again. Okay, there in itself is three different ways that you can still enjoy a celebration and a social event. Now, that's the science, that's the maths. But let's talk about the mental side of celebrations and events. Now, we've got our goal. Like I said, we know we've got to stick to principles, but there's a lot more to this journey than just math. There's a lot more to this journey than just the calories going in and the calories going out. There's all kind of hormones and most importantly, psychological factors that are going to come into play on your journey. And thus, you need to know yourself better than ever. You need to know what you need. If you're the kind of person which if you say no to a social event or you try and restrict yourself and then you end up going, ah, oh, fuck it, you know what? You know what, you only come out of lockdown once and you end up kicking the ass out of the booze and kicking the ass out of the food, then you've probably consumed, say, 4,000 calories as opposed to if you'd given yourself permission beforehand, you would probably only actually consume, say, two, two and a half thousand, whatever. Um, quick note, by the way, you can apply both the refeed analogy and the saving analogy. For example, using that same mathematical equation of 2,000 calories as maintenance, um, let's say this particular woman wanted to consume 2,500 calories, right? She could then save 500 calories in the run-up to the event and then use those additional 500 calories for the event as well as the 500 calories for a refeed and then same situation applies. Like I said, it's all about averages, folks, okay? Never think of your deficit, never think of your journey as a daily thing. You know, of course, get the job done each and every day, but never think of it as daily because that's what causes people to go into fuck it mode. They go, oh, I've got to open my calories. It's like, well, what about tomorrow? What about the day after? You can easily compensate those calories, you know? 500 over the course of the week is less than 100 calories saved per day. It's very easy to be able to claw that back. But in the moment, you could go, oh, I've got 500 calories over. And trust me, 500 calories when you are in a calorie deficit is a lot of calories to be able to enjoy. So you're going to have enough. But that's if we're talking about actually being really specific with the tracking. Because we have to realize that we are accountable for everything that we do. And we can't hide from our metabolism. We can't hide from the facts, the can't, the science, you know? Your fucking metabolism doesn't give a shit if it's coming out of lockdown. doesn't give a shit if you haven't seen your family in ages. It's going to metabolize those calories regardless. So, yes, you can go into a celebration or event and kick the fucking ass out of it. But if you do kick the ass out of it and you've got no idea how many calories you consumed, apart from if you add it all up on your hands, it comes to a fuckload, then you're probably going to have to sacrifice that week's progress or not expect progress is probably the better way of doing it. You'd be amazed the amount of people that go fucking ham at the weekend, get to check-in day and go, oh, I haven't made any progress. I'm really disappointed. Mm, really? Don't expect results from work you didn't do okay and i'm not saying you didn't do the work on the other five six days in between but you went fucking ham on that one day and every action has a consequence 
But folks, let's not beat around the bush. When we're talking about celebrations and events, it all depends on the level that they are important to you. You know, if it's your nan's birthday and you haven't been able to see her or FaceTime her because she's one of those nans that hasn't got to grips with technology and you haven't seen her for, I don't know, you know, eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever, and you go, I just want to enjoy myself, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with foregoing a week's worth of progress. If you've been on your journey for fucking 12 weeks and you've been flawless or, you know, as flawless as you can be, you've been consistent and you've been, you know, progressing there's absolutely nothing wrong with going you know what this week i'm not that worried about making progress because having this you know being able to celebrate with my nan being able to spend time with her you know enjoy food enjoy her cooking whatever there's nothing wrong with going i'm just going to sacrifice this week it's absolutely fine like i said it's always that balance of if you don't do the work don't expect the result and there's nothing wrong with not doing the work a lot of the times with my clients i'll say to them like how important is the event to you? Because you'd be amazed the amount of people that go, you know, they start their program and then two weeks in, they go, oh, it's my husband's birthday. So I'm not going to track calories that day. And I'm probably going to go a little bit crazy. And it's like, well, okay, it's your husband's birthday. It's not your birthday. It's your husband's birthday. So in your family, obviously, it's an important thing. Let's not beat around the bush. But does that mean that you have to kick the ass out of calories? Can you not enjoy his birthday while staying in control? You know, is it potentially not worth looking at this as the reason that you put weight on in the first place? That every fucking event that comes along means that you have to kick out the ass out of your calories? Oh, it's my kid's, kid's birthday. I need an additional 2,000 calories. Oh, it's my husband's birthday. I need an additional 2,000 calories. Oh, it's uh, it's Gina's birthday who works in the office next door to us. Oh, you know, I need an additional 2,000 calories. If you keep taking that approach, then is it any wonder that you needed a program in the first place? You've got to recognize what events... Whilst you are on your journey, obviously, what events are worthwhile sacrificing a day or even sometimes a week's worth of progress? Because if you sacrifice, if there's a fucking event every week and, you know, everybody's got a birthday every day of the year. If you sacrifice your progress each and every week, over 12 weeks, you're not going to make any progress, are you? And you may think, well, that's fucking irrational. No one does that. They fucking do. Trust me. Okay, as a coach, I've seen that a lot. Okay, oh, I haven't made any progress. Well, have you had a single week where you've been consistent? A single week where you've been on it? No, you've had a fucking social event every week. Or you've kicked the ass out of your calories every single weekend when you've gone out with the girls. Are you any wonder that you haven't achieved your goal? Let's not beat around the bush, folks. It doesn't matter what approach we take. It doesn't matter how fucking easy or realistic the approach is. There's going to have to be some compromise. And like I said, it's vital to actually look at the reason that the weight went on in the first place. You can't live the same life you lived before the deficit, the life that put on all the body fat, and go and think that that is going to be the reason why not only you lose it, but you keep it off. Something's got to give, okay? You put on some body fat because you place yourself in a calorie surplus consistently. Thus, if you don't want to regain after you achieve your goal, or you know, better still, if you actually want to achieve your goal, there's got to be some mindfulness to look at the life that led you to needing the deficit in the first place, okay? But, as I said... If I have a client who is at the early stages of their journey and they go, well, I've got this social event, my attitude towards that is very different to someone who's been on their journey for a while. If I've been working with someone for two or three months or, you know, whatever, around that kind of point, it, that's not, 
let's not get too specific about the timeline. But if I, someone has been on their journey for a decent period of time and they have been consistent, they're settled into the approach, there's absolutely nothing wrong with sacrificing a week's worth of progress to just kind of let their hair down one night or at one event. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you are only a week into your journey, a few days, couple of weeks, etc., and no real progress has been made yet, i.e. you're not seeing any changes, you're not really feeling in your clothes yet, you know, and of course, yep, the scale's not moving, then is it a good idea to kick the arse out of a social event or a celebration? Maybe not. And again, this is person-specific. It is very unique to each and every one of you listening. It all depends on what the social event is, who's it for, how long since the last one, how important, basically, fuck all of that. How important is it to you that you have a load of extra calories? That's the bare bones of it. And plus, you've also got to look at the situation of the psychological ramifications of it. You know, a lot of people go, oh, I'm going out tonight, so I'm going to stay on point with my 1,500 calories and remain a deficit. I'm just not going to fucking eat all day so I can spend 1,500 calories on alcohol. Whilst the science may back that up, try going the whole day without eating and then going out on the piss. Firstly, you'll be a fucking lightweight. You'll be under the table with just one smell of alcohol. Secondly, your hunger is going to catch up with you. You will have poked the hunger bear like a motherfucker and you're going to end up in the kebab house. You're going to end up kicking the ass out of it because you're too fucking hungry. You've got to balance things. It can't be a case of, I want my cake and eat it. You're already on an approach where you don't have to deprive yourself of all the foods you enjoy. You're going to have to have some compromise in there. And thus, as hard as it is to say, because people go into you know my programs with rose-tinted spectacles because they're like, oh my God, I've done every diet under the sun and all of those diets caused me to be restricted and I had to remove all the things that I love and this is amazing, I can eat anything and lose weight. It's important that you don't go from the one end of the spectrum when you were dieting where you can't have anything but dust to the other end of the spectrum where you can have all the food and so you have all the food. Progress has to be made, folks, and there's got to be some compromise, and that's the key word here. Fuck it, compromise, balance, however you want to put it, you've got a goal to achieve. But celebrations, events, etc. should and have to be factored into your journey because for most people, even people that have only got, say, I don't know, 10 or 12 pounds to lose, you're not going to go two months without some kind of social event that is going to be a forum for additional calories, be it alcohol, be it food, meal out, be it additional calories that are uncontrollable, i.e. someone's providing meals for you because yeah it's all very well and good going oh I'm going to go to my brother's birthday, Um, they're serving Domino's pizza But I can make Domino's work with my 1,300 calorie target if I only have one slice of uh, Hawaiian. You're not going to fucking do that. You've got to be realistic. You're not going to go and go, oh, just just the one slice. You know, while you guys are chowing down on a whole pizza each, I'll just nibble on this slice, which is going to be gone in about 10 seconds. That's enough for me. It's not going to fucking happen. Realism's key here, folks. And that's what this whole podcast is all about. Realism. Realism that you're okay to enjoy social events, you're okay to celebrate things, you're okay to enjoy all that life has to offer because as I take you right back to the very beginning of this rant, if you will, 
quality of life and celebrations and events give you quality of life but there has to be balance okay the same way that when you are at your goal when you have achieved it okay there's absolutely nothing wrong with kicking your ass at christmas and the week that it's your birthday and maybe you know a couple of weeks in the summer okay there's 52 weeks in the year and if you kick the ass out of i don't know 10 of those weeks then that's absolutely fine. As long as the other weeks you are in control and you are balanced and you are mindful, okay? The way that I always kind of explain this to people is there are 365 days of the year, okay? This year there's 366, thanks to the leap year, but 365 days of the year. If you spend 60 of those, like, relaxed and going over your calories, but mindfully, and you spend five or six of them absolutely kicking the fucking ass out of it. And I'm talking about the year that you're trying to make progress here. And if you spend 300 of them in a calorie deficit, what are you doing the majority of the time? You're in a calorie deficit. And thus, in the course of that year, 300 days in a deficit, 60 days around maintenance, maybe slightly above, and then five days kicking the ass out of it, mindless, completely lost control. The net result at the end of that year is you achieve your goal or at least you get fucking close to it because what you did the majority of the time for 300 days of the year was you were in a calorie deficit now that's just one example but folks if i could leave you with one mantra with regards celebrations events etc you are what you do the majority of the time if you want to achieve your fat loss goal for the majority of the time you need to be in a substantial calorie deficit if you are not you will not make progress So yes, you can enjoy a celebration. Yes, you can enjoy a social event. Yes, you can enjoy a party, a barbecue, whatever the fuck that looks like, okay? Prepare for it, expect it, enjoy it, embrace it. It's all part of quality of life. But there must be balance. There must be compromise. And so for the times in between, you're gonna make sure you've got your head down and you're focusing on your goal. And that is the price you have to pay to be able to enjoy a social event, celebration, whatever, whilst being in a calorie deficit and progressing towards your fat loss goal hopefully that makes sense thanks ever so much for tuning in once again this week uh obviously that is now four hours of your life you spent listening to podcasts if you've done all eight of them and if you have done all eight of them then you're a fucking legend because i can't even put up my voice that long oh, who am i kidding i can <laughs> but what i mean is i hope you guys are enjoying them given the fact that you're on episode eight either you've just randomly stumbled across this one B, you've seen the title and gone, not interested in all the other episodes, but that one looks quite good. Or C, you have listened to every single one of these podcasts, then you're a fucking legend and I appreciate it. And I hope you are getting something from them. I continue to get loads of stealth feedback about them. I randomly in conversation, it'll pop up. Oh, your podcast the other day was really good. It's a bit like someone says to you, oh, that post you put up the other day was really good. So I, I was telling all my friends about it. And then you go to the post and you go, right, you didn't like it and you didn't share it. So cheers for that. <laughs> Folks, one of the best things you could do with regards to this podcast, if you feel like it's going to help you or maybe another episode is going to help you know you or someone else you know, share it. Okay, A, if you share it, it's an easy place to find it. It'll always be on your timeline. And B, if you're enjoying it, share it. Okay, share, share the love, share the information, etc. I don't record this just for the fun of it. Yes, I enjoy it, but I record it to help people. Okay, and if it helps one person, then it was worthwhile. But if you guys share it, it might just help too. 
Okay. Folks, thank you ever so much. I will see you on episode nine. And one thing I forgot to mention with regards to these podcasts is I'm always open to ideas that you want me to discuss. I'm currently looking at my whiteboard, which has the next two podcasts uh, basically laid out on it. But I am always happy uh, to obviously accept ideas, anything you want me to cover. Hell, two podcasts that we've done already, including this one, were recommended um, topics to be covered by you guys. You asked me, you told me what you wanted to hear or what topics you wanted me to cover, and I covered them. So, like I said, if there's anything you want me to cover in the future, then please feel free to let me know. Uh, And that's it. I'm going to stop waffling. I will see you guys on episode nine. And as always, when it comes to your goal, when it comes to the elements of your life, if you want to be at peace the majority of the time, then do this. Accept the things you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Toodles, folks. See you next time.